Hello everyone, this is Deborah Richardson and today I am putting the AP in Happy where accounts payable teams are empowered to protect the vendor master file from fraud. This podcast will give a voice to accounts payable team members by talking about the growing reality of cyber attacks in their world and which vendor setup and vendor management techniques they can apply to protect the vendor master file from fraud. If you are looking for vendor process training for you or your entire vendor team, head over to my site at DeborahRRichardson.com and click on the Vendor Team Training Solved button to learn more about what is included in the monthly or annual plan and also to download a 2021 training schedule. Get the training that you and your team needs to avoid payment fraud, duplicate vendors, compliance fines, and more. It's October, and that means it's Cybersecurity Awareness Month. And this week, the focus is on working in a hybrid workplace. So if you are not yet back in the office 100% of the time, or if like most of us when we work full-time in the office had to come home and plug up anyway to get work done, and you want to learn how you can stay safe, keep listening. Welcome to episode 159. October is Cybersecurity Awareness Month prioritizing cybersecurity in a hybrid workplace. All right, so all the episodes in October, I have started it off with it's October and that means it's Cybersecurity Awareness Month. And it's been like that uh, since the inception of my podcast, but Cybersecurity Awareness Month, I believe started five years ago. And this year they have a focus for each of the four weeks in October. And that's really great. And so every week of this month and every podcast, because I come out with a podcast weekly. I've talked about what that focus is. And so week four is uh, hashtag be identity smart week. And it's hosted by the identity defined security Alliance. And the goal is to educate business leaders and IT decision makers on the importance of identity management, and then also share best practices for implementing uh, implementing identity-centric security strategies. And so while your IT teams and other security professionals are indulging in this week, uh, here's something for the rest of us on prioritizing cybersecurity while working at home and in the office. Uh, The National Cybersecurity Alliance, or NCSA, in collaboration with the uh, Cybersecurity and Infrastructure Agency, or CISA, um, who, by the way, is responsible for Cybersecurity Awareness Month, they provided some tips for Cybersecurity 2021 champions like me to share. And I love sharing content that is intentional for fraud and uh, awareness. So I hope you get some good tips out of this. 
All right. So in this day and age, employees are more connected than ever. The hybrid workplace is here to stay. And for employees like you, this means relying on connected devices from your home office setups. Now, according to recent data, smart home systems are set to rise to a market value of $157 billion by 2023. And the number of installed connected devices in the home is expected to rise by a staggering 70,000 by 2025. In this new normal where smart devices and consequently online safety are a must, here are some tips for securing those devices. And I just want to say that who knew this is where it was going back in 2007 when my son and I took a vacation trip to New York. And what do you do when you go to New York? You get something new. So we stood in line for that iPhone. And by the way, we stood in line for him and iPhone because I was still, what do you call that, on the fence about why I needed to get, you know, this iPhone, what's an app and all all that other good stuff. But who knew that's where all of this was going. And unfortunately, it is a breeding ground for fraudsters. So let's talk about how you can secure your devices um, from these tips from the National Cybersecurity Alliance and the Cybersecurity and Infrastructure Agency. All right. So the first one is to remember smart devices need smart security. So make cybersecurity a priority when purchasing a connected device. When setting up a new device, be sure to set up the privacy and security settings on web services and devices, bearing in mind that you can limit who you are sharing information with. Once your device is set up, remember to keep tabs on how secure the information is that you store on it and to actively manage location services so as to not unwittingly expose your location. And just to interject here, I do uh, recognize now that it is a little bit different um, whenever I... uh, Uh, open or use an app, it asks me if I want to, I have an Android, but it will ask me if I want to allow this app to know my location, but not just know my location, but know my location at all times or only when I'm using the app. And I think that's, um, that's great. And usually I'll say only when I'm using the app. Don't know if that matters or not, because I don't know the back end of it, but that is what I do. All right. So that was the first one. The second one is to put cybersecurity first in your job. So make cybersecurity a priority when you are brought into a new role. Good online hygiene should be part of any organization's onboarding process. But if it's not, then take it upon yourself to exercise best practices to keep your company safe. Some precautions include performing regular software updates and enabling MFAs. So no, you can't use the excuse that the company didn't tell me to do that or the IT team didn't ask for that. You need to make sure cybersecurity is first in your job. And that goes for um, making sure that you're you're keeping up to date on all the trends and all the new scam alerts and all the frauds, even when your security awareness training or your cybersecurity training is only a once a year 
check the box that it's been done. You need to take it upon yourself to put cybersecurity first in your job. Or should I say new job? I've been reading a lot about the great resignation. So maybe you're moving to a different company, put cybersecurity first in your new job. All right, the next one, number three, is to make passwords and passphrases long and strong. So whether or not the website you are on requires it, be sure to combine capital and lowercase letters with numbers and symbols to create the most secure password. Generic passwords are really just easy to hack. If you need help remembering and storing your passwords, don't hesitate to turn to a password manager for assistance. And I'll say on this one, I definitely agree with that. Um, You do need to check with your company though, to make sure that they allow it. um, And maybe they have an enterprise license. And if you want three ways that a password manager can help you prevent fraud, I will put a link uh, in the blog, a company blog post um, that goes with this podcast episode. And that blog post will be uh, a link in the description. But in that blog post, I will put a link to a vendor master file tip of the week video that I did. It's like less than five minutes long, but it talks about three ways a password manager can help you prevent fraud. So I'll put a link to that in the blog post and the link to the blog post will be in the description. All right, the next one, number four, is to never use public computers to log into any accounts. So while working from home, you may be tempted to change scenery and work from a coffee shop or another type of public space. Now, while this is a great way to keep the day from becoming monotonous, um, caution must be exercised to protect yourself and your company from harm's way. Make sure that security is top of mind always, and especially while working in a public setting, by keeping activities as generic and anonymous as possible. And, you know, I know that they have, um, I've been in my uh, library recently, and they have public, um, or they have computers there that you can sign in and use. But again, make sure that you never use uh, your public or any public computers to log into any of your work accounts. Actually, that's probably great for great advice for your uh, consumer accounts as well. All right. And the fifth and the last tip that they have is to turn off Wi-Fi and Bluetooth when idle. So this one, I don't think I ever really thought about. So the uncomfortable truth is when Wi-Fi and Bluetooth are on, they can connect and track your whereabouts to stay as safe as possible. If you do not need them, switch them off. It's a simple step that can help alleviate tracking concerns and incidents. All right, so we've had five great tips. Um, The first one was to remember smart devices need smart security. The second one was to put cybersecurity first in your job. The third one was to make passwords and passphrases long and strong. The fourth one was to never use public computers to log into any accounts. And the fifth one is to turn off Wi-Fi and Bluetooth uh, when idle. So all good tips. 
And these are just a few simple steps towards achieving the best online safety possible. Staying safe online is an active process that requires constant overseeing at every stage, from purchasing and setting up a device to making sure that your day-to-day activities are not putting anyone or your company at risk. By following these steps, you are doing your part to keep yourself and your company safe from malicious online activity. So be identity smart. So thanks, everyone. I hope you enjoyed the 159th episode of the Putting the AP in Happy podcast, where accounts payable teams are empowered to protect the vendor master file from fraud. Don't forget to check the show notes for the links mentioned in the podcast. If you enjoyed this episode, consider subscribing and writing a review of my podcast on the platform that you use to listen. Stay happy. 